Welcome to Daily Daf Different, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daft Differently. I am Rabbi Joel Roth of the Jewish Theological Seminary and the Conservative Yeshiva, and today we are studying Tractate Ta'anit Daf 27. The, the second Mishnah of this chapter begins with the following statement. Elu hein ma'amadot. Lafishinayamar tzavet b'nei Yisrael v'amarta lehen alehem et korbani lachmi tishmaru lakriv libemoado. These are the ma'amadot. Because it says in Numbers 28 verse 1, command the children of Israel and say to them, be extremely fastidious in offering to me the required sacrifice in its time. Allow me to begin with two quick comments. Many people, most in fact, translate Elohein Ma'amadot as declarative. In fact, that is the way I translated it for you one minute ago. I said, these are the Ma'amadot. In truth, it is probably to be translated interrogatively, and it should be said as follows. What are the Ma'amadot? Now, the line in the Mishnah that reads, what are the Ma'amadot, is followed by a verse from the book of Numbers. But, pay attention and you will see that that verse from the book of Numbers doesn't at all explain what the Ma'amadot are. And this, as you could well guess, should be an open invitation to the Talmud Bavli to ask some type of a question of clarification of what the Mishnah is talking about. Indeed, then, look at the Gemara on 27a after the two dots on the fifth line of the page. At that point, the Gemara asks one of its very common questions of clarification of a Mishnah. There are a host of such questions that the Gemara often asks. One of the most common questions is, my Ka'amar, and my Ka'amar means what is he saying, or what does he mean? And the he, of course, is the author of the Mishnah. So now we can understand. The question would be then, how does the verse from Numbers answer or explain what the Mamadot are? That's the question that the Gemara wishes to, to, wishes to find an answer to. Now, the Gemara's answer begins with the most common phrase which introduces answers to the Mai Ka'amar question. And that phrase is, Hachi Ka'amar, this is what he is saying. 
And now we will be able to follow the Gemara. The Gemara says as follows, My Ka'amar, Hachi Ka'amar, Elu Hain Ma'amadot, Uma Tam Tiknu Ma'amadot. Lefish Ne'amar, Tzavet B'nei Yisrael V'amarta Lehem, Et Korbani Lachmi Le'ishai V'chulei. Veheach korbano shal adam karev, vuhu eno omed al gabav. Hitkinu nevi'im harishonim, esrim va'arba'a mishmarot. Al kol mishmar u mishmar, haya ma'amad birushalayim, shal kohanim, vishel levi'im, vishel yisraelim. And now we are able to follow, to understand and follow the question and the answer. The Gemara asks, what did he say? What did he mean? And begins its answer by saying, this is what he meant. What are ma'amadot and why were they established? And now comes the verse. The verse says, command the children of Israel and tell them, be punctilious in offering to me the food offerings due me at the stated times. And since this command is given to B'nai Israel, that is to say, the children of Israel, the entire people, not just to Kohanim and to Levim, how can they offer their commanded sacrifices without being present when they are being offered. After all, if they are commanded to offer them, the implication is that they should be there when they are offered. Therefore, says the Gemara, the early prophets established the Ma'amadot so that priests, Levites, and Israelites would all be present when the sacrifices are offered. And now, given the Gemara's answer to the Maika Amar question, it is clear how the verse answers the question, why were the Ma'amadot established? So you see the question of clarification and its answer, and how it makes, according to the Bavli, the statement of the Mishnah clear and explicable. Remember, however, that we have said already that only a few of the Israelites in each of the 24 watches actually went up to the temple, while the rest gathered in their own communities and fasted on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Now look at page 27b, the last words, starting with the last words in the last short line. And I wish to read with you a baraita in which the Talmud Bavli explains what it is that the people of the Mahamad were fasting about in their home communities. Tanura Banan, our rabbis taught, Anshay Mishmar, the people of the guard of the watch in Jerusalem, Hayu mitpalalim al korban achayhem sheit kabel bratzom. They would recite prayers 
to the effect that, hoping that the sacrifice of their brethren should be accepted. And those were the prayers being recited in Jerusalem by the non-priests and Levites. But the people of the Ma'amad who didn't come to Jerusalem, they would gather in their own synagogues, and they would fast four different days, on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, and on Thursday. On the Monday fast, what were they praying about? Al Yoradei Hayam. They were praying for the safe travels of those who were traveling on water by sea. Bashlishi, on Tuesdays, what were they traveling about? Al Holche Midbarot, those who were on trips in unpopulated and wild areas which are very dangerous. Barvi'i, on Wednesdays, what were they fasting about? Al-Askara, about Krub, that it should not affect children, babies, because for them it is exceptionally dangerous. Bahamishi, and what were they fasting about on Thursdays? Al-Ubarot Umenikot, they were fasting for the benefit of pregnant women and nursing women. Ubarot, pregnant women, Shaloya Pilu, that they should not miscarry. Menikot and nursing women, Sheyeniku et Benehem, that they should be successful in nursing their children. But on Friday, they did not fast out of honor for the Sabbath. And all the more so did they not fast on Shabbat itself. That is the end of the Baraita, which has explained what was being prayed for in Jerusalem and what was being prayed for by the people of the Mahamadot when they were gathered there in their hometowns. What were they praying for as they were fasting? I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.